0: In basketball analysis with over 70 years combined experience this is the bob ryan and jeff goodman podcast nba some college a little bit of everything
1: you know what can i say but it wasn't going to happen here with him i was okay with it because it wasn't about talent i didn't think
2: all right let, let's get right to it oh
3: it is a great day to be on the bob ryan jeff goodman tangway along for the ride podcast zoomcast However, you consume this product because it is the day of the self-season over, which was phenomenal last night. Also honoring the great Bill Russell. Uh, my two colleagues were there. Uh, but first, I have to tell you, we are brought to you by Bet Online. They are the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info, and by AG1 Athletic Greens. Get your day, get your week started right with Athletic Greens. Okay, guys, Bob, you were there last night. I was watching it on TV. Uh, you know, the number six on the floor to me took my, it, I was speechless. So I can't imagine what it was like to be there.
1: Well, you can't take it. You can't see it doesn't show up well in person. First of all, it's a TV made for TV, uh, effect. Okay. That's what I'm just saying. I, right. I, 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 when I watched the exhibition or night, I saw it when I was sitting in my seat last night, my, my, my daughter was with me and I said, it's there. Look, you got to look. All right. Anyway, it's a great idea. It shows up great on TV. It was who whoever orchestrated the proceeding. I don't know what member of the Selka organization or, or how many. Well, my congratulations, my 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 absolute admiration. They did a really good job. They got it was a wonderful uh, festive evening and and they did a terrific job. And and I salute them all for 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 doing it right. And uh, you know, I thought I would think Jeff would agree it was a they, they handled the Russell
2: part great. Yeah, I mean, it, from, from Jalen Brown. Jalen uh, Brown. From the poet. I, I can't remember her name. Oh, that was, wow, she
1: got my attention.
2: Well, <laughs> the passion, yeah, the passion that she had uh, when when reciting it was was awesome. And then the song, uh, I think it was Aloe Black, uh, yeah. that song kind of captured it too. So it had a little bit of everything. And then I thought it was really nice that, that the Celtics didn't do anything flashy for the pregame. Uh, there was no know, pregame introduction.
1: Nothing. My daughter said to me on the way out, did you notice something different about the game? And I'm thinking, My, there were no introductions. There nope. were no stuff at timeouts. No dancing girls. No run, no, no banners. Nope. It was a, it was wonderful.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: hint, it was. hint, hint. But, you know, that's the last time it'll be like that forever. We'll be back to the usual horse shit, you know, when the next home game comes and all the stuff for the people who really aren't interested in the game, you know, and and which, of course, is about 50 percent of the crowd, you know, not last night, though. They were into it last night.
2: I think it's just sad that we didn't, you know, on the night when they honored Bill Russell, that Robert Williams didn't take the court. You know, like your your you're, you're current day, your modern day version, Bob. Yeah,
1: we had no, right. We, absolutely. Oh, right. The, the first, you know. You know, excuse you bitter sports writers, you
3: can't let a great moment just live for a second. Cynicism, <laughs> movement, cynicism sneaks in, you know. <laughs> well, uh, But let's talk about the game, though. So, obviously, with with Ross, and I think, you know, you guys know how I feel. I, it, it, to me, LeBron should say, I'm not wearing six. Nobody should wear six. I, but that's not going to happen. It was a great night. The Celtics did it right in so many ways. I love the floor. Uh, it was phenomenal. But now let's get to this win, okay, here, guys, because I know it's game one. I know. But I'm telling you right now, and Jeff, I'm going to start with you on this one. They made a statement. Third quarter, Marcus gets out, Marcus gets in with a beat, right? And I thought Marcus was being a little bit of a juvenile oh. on there. You know, he was, that was all on Marcus. But they came out firing and they blew the Sixers off the floor in the second half. I know it's game one, but a year ago this time, this team wasn't doing that.
2: Well, no, you're right. You're right. I agree with all that. But like a statement, I don't know if you're making a statement in game one that you beat the Sixers at home. But but yes, you're right. A year ago, not at this time, but a year ago, 30 games into the season, Think of how frustrated we hated this team. Everybody in Boston hated this team. And and I'm finally going to admit something, Bob. Uh I'm finally going to admit something. All right, so for the last three years, I've been adamant about saying they should trade Jalen Brown for Bradley Beal. Three years ago, I said it. Two years ago, I said it. (laughs) Last year at this time, I said it. And now finally, I'm going to say they should not Trade Jalen Brown for Bradley Beal. That Jalen Brown is a better overall basketball player on a better contract than Bradley Beal. Jalen Brown has gotten much better. He was great last night, I thought, in his decision making. You know, he he struggled early to, you know, he missed some threes, but but then he I, I thought he showed maturity instead of keeping continuing to jack up threes. He did what he does well, right? He got out in transition. He finished. He got that kind of foul line pull-up going, that mid-range pull-up. Um, Jalen Brown, to me, I, I feel like has established himself and as, as an NBA All-Star now. I do. I think he's one of the top 25 players in the game. And I think now when you put Jason Tatum, who I think is continuing to mature, and I know we'll get to the technicals, so mature is a, a, a different word. In his game, his game is continuing to mature. 12 rebounds last night. Does it force it more efficient? And I think he's on a mission this year. I think he's on an absolute mission this year. And he's going to show people that, you know what? Um, you called me soft at the end of the year when it mattered most. I, I, I'm going to show that I'm not soft. And I think he was hurt last year, too, at the end.
3: Well, yeah, we found out, Jeff, due to your reporting, I think it became obvious he was much more. He was injured to a greater degree than we understood. Bob, go ahead.
1: Well, we wondered how he was going to react to the uh, to the, uh, the scrutiny that he received after the finals, uh, and and you know that that he underperformed, and and we all we all the world knows it, and and he heard it. He had to listened to it all all summer, and 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 how he was going to react. This was a great question. And yeah, we saw some of it in the exhibitions, but I thought that if he's going to I'll take that game eighty one more times. I'll put out what I'm going to say. Oh, I'll take the game. Let he played. I'll take that from him. I'll take it from the group, of course. You know, but um, he attacked the rim with with uh, you know and showed his great. I mean, he's such a good athlete. Uh, he had a great left hand finish last night that was not. <laughs> it was really a a, a nine point two on a ten scale and uh, the mix up with his with his uh, outside shooting. They all and but by, by he and Brown and. Uh, Brogdon for, uh, and even uh, attacked the rim really well last night. Um, they, they, they played an intelligent game. Now uh, um, I was a, the only little dip near the end of the half, but, and then, Oh, I got to get to that. What were you thinking, Jeff? There was a murmur where I was and I was uh, getting ready to, you know, w- with that lineup to start the fourth quarter and how long it, 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 it kept them out there. That, yeah, I mean, that I mean that was right. What 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 was the buzz on that one?
2: Yeah, I mean I I think I everybody was just, kind of what scratching what their the head.
3: Lineup? Jeff, just
1: what was the line for the fourth for the viewers? Uh, Bob, what were you? It was you Hauser. Talking? It was Hauser. Uh, 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 White. Uh, it was one starter. The only starter was White. Okay. Is it Bonley? All right. It it Bonley. Bonley? I don't remember. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: the only starter was White. Fine. Well, okay. I,
2: I think, again, it's it's hard right now because, you know, you're talking about you, you can't play Hort for big minutes. You're, you're going to make a conscious effort not oh, to do yeah. that. So if you can't do that, and, Von, you know, Vonley picked up, he, he got in foul trouble right away. Now, I give him credit. He gave 20 gutsy, tough minutes. Uh, the pride of Haverhill, who, who's out of the league for a little while, yeah. went at Embiid and, and didn't back down. And I thought, honestly, I thought they did Um I thought that was kind of where the game was won to some degree. Embiid at twenty six and fifteen, but it was a hard fought twenty six and fifteen. And against that front line, to be honest, you'd expect Embiid to go for forty and twenty.
1: Well, he's had his way with the Celtics over the last right. three years, and I, I, that was very encouraging. And all. But anyway, I it it, it I know how the ebb and flow of an NBA go, yeah. game goes. And I got to see, God knows I've seen enough of them. This is my start last year. So, by the way, it's my starting my 59th year of Celtic basketball last year, last wow. night. <laughs> well, October 17th, 1964 was my uh, old garden debut. You know, my first saw on Twitter, the tickets? Yeah, I, I, I you saw it. I saw you, you checked in with that. Thank yeah. you. Somebody
3: on Twitter, Jeff, you've seen it. When somebody on Twitter retweeted it and said, can I put that on my iPhone?
1: <laughs> so get in my
2: oh. <laughs> try to get in with that <laughs> that
1: was funny i did see that anyway um uh anyway they had a lineup that and i was gonna help and the lead at one point the lead had a chance to get down to five <laughs> yeah and they were eight they were eight with the ball yeah. anyway it all worked out and and and, that, and that's fine so i just thought i thought out there now uh, overall um I, I was let's talk about um then the brogdon uh yeah. You know, it was a glimpse of what, what he's going to bring.
2: Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. A Just little bit of everything. high IQ, Bob. A
1: basketball player. Yeah. That's what he is, folks. He's a basketball player. He knows how to play this yep. game.
2: He makes everybody around him better. You know, and, and he's rusty. You could see it. Like, he had a couple plays right out of the gate where he was loose with the ball. He missed one uh driving layup. But, but Malcolm Brogdon is about as solid in every phase of uh, – the game on and off the court is you're gonna find. And Derek White, like high, high character locker room guy. Uh I love Grant, except the fact that Grant does not shut up now to the referees.
1: Oh, oh he I might
2: it's insane. And and it doesn't surprise me because if you know Grant, and I'll give you a story dating back three years ago before the pandemic, rookie year. And I know Grant a little bit and I'm in the locker room, and they tell you, you know, locker room's closed, and the the PR people are are telling me, you got to leave, and Grant is still talking to me. And I'm like, no, no, yell at him. Yell at him to stop talking, and and that's Grant Williams. He can't stop talking, and he means well, but he's got to understand, like, you're the seventh man on a team right now. You can't, and he's trying to explain his case. He's not necessarily always trying to, like, Yell and scream and throw his arms up like Tatum used to do when he was younger. But Grant wants to explain how every foul was not a foul, and it's like Grant, just shut up, or you're never going to get a call in this league. You're a seventh man. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. No. He. Uh, it's got. It was evident.
2: But he was good. He I, was I, good The was, bench. I, listen, I, I Oh, you're yeah. never going to see Peyton Pritchard again, are you? Oh, he's
1: No. He, no.
2: Yeah. no. No, I thought
1: about that. And we love him, but that's, come on.
2: That's right. You shouldn't see him. I mean, you shouldn't really see him anymore.
1: Yeah. I mean,
3: if you're a contender, you know. But, so how, so, I mean, you know the personalities well, Jeff. How How do Marcus and Brogdon get along? How does that work? Is that going to be okay?
2: Oh, Brog, Brogdon, yeah. Like, that's the beauty of, of Brogdon and, and, to me, Derek White. Like, they just get along with everybody. They're, they're quality, high character. And grand news, too, he gets along with everybody, other than probably some refs um, who are tired of him. But those three guys are guys that are going to accept their role, and they're going to be great locker room guys, and they're all about winning and team. I talked to Brogdon about it last night, and he doesn't care coming off the bench. He knows he's going to get minutes when they matter. He'll probably be in the game, you know, most games, when, when it's crunch time, and especially now, again, because they, they got to go small a lot. They, their best lineup, really, I mean, again, Hortford is probably their best lineup at the five, but when he's not in there, you you probably got to go small because Noah Vonley, yeah, against certain bigs like Embiid, you got to play him, but against a lot of other bigs, you're not going to have to play Vonley or Blake Griffin. You honestly might just go with Jason Tatum a little bit at the five.
1: You know, I wouldn't be averse to that. The way the game is now, I wouldn't be. I think you'll see a mix and match of that nature. I was thinking last night, you know, if the NBA uh, were decided on what team had the, the most, the highest GPA and the most future politicians, the Celtics would go undefeated.
2: <laughs> Great. You're right. Brogdon, Grant, Jalen. Yeah. And I, I think, listen, and, and I saw people tweeted it last night. Um, Jason Tatum. Has re- again, has really matured as a person and become more comfortable in his own skin. He mm-hmm. was, as media people will tell me, and I've known Jason Suits, he was a sophomore in high school, so I have a little bit of a different relationship with him, and I can mess around with him and have fun. But, but people would say, like, he was not a good quote at all when he was younger. Because, again, he was quiet to himself. He was probably scared to talk a little bit. Uh, now he's really come out of his shell and assumed more of a leadership role. And uh, the other thing, guys, we haven't talked about, and we need to, Joe Missoula. Joe well, yes, yeah, yeah. first so, win.
3: So here's the question here, Jeff. Does the coach matter?
2: Yeah, of course the coach matters.
3: Well, I mean, is there a difference between he and Ime? I yes, mean, there's
2: okay. a difference. There's a difference. But, but it matters because, you know, you, you look at, again, rotations and how you're going to utilize, you know, Derek White and, and Brogdon. And if you're going to play small, if you're going to go big against certain teams and which buttons to push. And I think it's more than anything with this group. It's that it's right now. Joe missoula has got the respect, but wait till they go through a three, five game losing streak. And then how does he handle them? And I, I love Joe. Um, but that's what that's what everybody wants to see.
1: I learned a long time ago in this league that the, the, the best scenario is when there's no question about who should be playing. How, how Who's the starter? Who's the sixth man? What the role player is? The ideal team, I always thought, had a starting line five that was evident to everyone. And then and coming off the bench, um, a useful two position player, if you had one. You know, whether it was a, a four five or a three four or a two three, all right. And then a then specialist, a rebound specialist, a shooter, a defender, and it ends at eight and maybe nine, and you don't have to worry about and and the other guys understand why they're there, which is to practice and carry the gym bag, you know, and then all right. But well, the worst scenario and the hardest is the one that Joe Missoula hasn't heard. He's got all kinds of mix and match possibilities and responsibilities during games, and, and especially without Robert Williams now, you know, and and as you said, uh, there was a point last night when, indeed, uh, when, uh, with Horford on the bench already, and Vonley picked up four, who came in? Grant Williams. Yeah. Now you're, you're going small, real small, and uh, it wasn't Griffin, it was Grant Williams, and and so, this is not in these, this, uh, Garrett is going to be a very tricky team to coach, and it's going to be He's going to be open for second, third, fourth, and fifth guessing from all kinds of people as the season. But, but not if
2: – hey, hey, not if Tatum and Jalen Brown go for a uh, combined 70 every night. They'll yeah, be okay. Yes. There yeah. won't be much se- second guessing then, Bob. I well, want well, talk about actually, one aspect of the this, game. The, uh, let me uh, uh, interject
3: be. this observation and both of you here. And, and, Bob, I'll let you go with this one first. Yeah. What I saw last night and what I've seen this preseason, again, from afar, you know, sitting on my ass is that there seems to be more of a presence of the players. To Jeff's point, Tatum has matured. Brown, every offseason, you know, God bless you in Brown, because every offseason he comes back better, right? So what I saw last night, and again, it's a small small sample size, is I saw a team with some player leadership where, as we all know, the reason why the great coaches were great, Red had Russ. So if he got Russ, he was good, you know. Uh, Pop had Duncan. If he had Duncan, he was good. So now I see Tatum and Brown kind of filling that role where it's almost like if those two guys are with the coach, Bob, he's going to be fine. And I see a difference in maturity with this team that I think it is going to make it easier for him. Your
1: well, that's the modern NBA. That is the new dynamic of, the, of the, that you the, you better if you're the coach, you better have your best player or in this case, these two best players on your side. That's just the dynamic. And and remember uh, that as the very first person I saw quoted in the aftermath of the Odoka news was about on the subject of Missoula was Jason Tatum yeah, offering, mm-hmm. his, offering his full endorsement. And love the guy, you know, and, and respect the guy and all that. And I said, oh, that's good <laughs> in this day and age to get the endorsement from your, your, your star, you know, i mean, yeah, no, you make a very good point. And I did, but I don't think it's a, it's exclusive to the Boston Celtics. This is the way the world is evolved, you know, and, and, uh, and, and the NBA uh, to a very large degree, this, this support of the, of the, of the uh, the key got
2: pros though. Like the great thing about Missoula is again, you've got Al Horford, you've got mm-hmm. Malcolm Brogdon, you've got Derek white. Those are three of your top eight right there they're not complaining about anything. Those guys are going to be as coachable as coachable can be. Yeah, Marcus Smart's flammable. He's got to probably – but my guess is Missoula's got a, probably a pretty good relationship already with Smart. Um, but he's got to figure out how to handle him. And, and the ego's a little bit of Tatum and Jalen Brown. But really? what You're going to let them go? I mean, what, what are you got to worry about Tatum and, and Jalen Brown all that much for? So I, I think he walked into a good situation in a way because of the, the the maturity, if he walked into it two, three years ago, yeah, Tatum and Jalen Brown yeah. weren't nearly as mature as they are now. The hard part for Missoula is he also walked into expectations without Robert Williams.
1: Yeah. Well, right. and people, I just hope people understand that. And 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 the, I, you know, I talked to Brad the other day and 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 with on the podcast we did for ABCD people. And, uh, uh, you know, he's saying, you know, quite frankly, without Robert Williams, they they need to tread water and 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 you know and do the very, very best they can, understanding that, you know, they're a different team and 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 that he he represents something that, you know, makes them a great team. And and uh, now I'm, that's my specific phraseology there, but but basically the
2: concept of treading water
1: that was his
2: and and yeah. And, if they play forty games, Bob, Bob, if they play forty games and they go twenty five and fifteen, yeah,
1: I hope, I hope, right? people, yeah. Now, so you know, now that. They teased people a little bit last night. It was a wonderful performance. That's great. There's going to be, you know, now they're going to go on the road right away. So let's find out against a good team. I think still a good team, Miami. And, uh, well, you know, that's, we're not going to find out, but we're going to see a different right. circumstance. Okay. You know, I got to pick up one thing that jumped out at me. And, 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 and hallelujah, late in the game, um, there was a timeout and I'm looking up at the big board with all the, you know, the stats and the, what, what was the biggest lament that we had, in the finals as it evolved last year, the finals specifically. What aspect of the game was having us tear? If we had hair to tear out the turnovers? Out? Thank turnovers. you. Yeah. The turnovers. They had eight turnovers at that point in the game, yeah. very late in the game. Eight. And,
2: and if, I wanted- like I said, Jalen, listen, you're bringing on Malcolm Brogdon. That helps right unto itself because he doesn't make a lot of unforced errors. And number two, Jalen Brown was much better. With his decision,
1: I did remember one time he lost the ball once on a, a, mis- a midcourt without pressure. I um, mean, you know, a du- but I don't remember him dribbling into a pack. Right. Now, he did not. Right. Now, it was what, uh, the way he continually did against the Warriors. Now, is that a product of how the Warriors guarded him as opposed no, it was to the whole
2: play- playoffs? If you remember, it wasn't just the Warriors. Yeah, right. It was so, the entire postseason.
1: I don't remember one time when he dribbled into he the too. pack last night. Now, yeah. they. They, Philly's transition defense was awful. I'm sure if I'm guessing that docs, that's docs number one lecture today to his guys will be your transition defense. If they're going to play transition defense like that, then, then, you know, they're going to be in trouble.
0: This episode of the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast is brought to you by LinkedIn. As the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the people you want to interview fast and free. What I love most about LinkedIn is their range. Create a job post in minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly forty million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com/scribe. That's LinkedIn.com/scribe to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Right. Uh, now let me just let's have a few words about them because we're going to have to live with James Harden looked pretty damn good. You did. did... It he did. looked good. I mean, he made he got. You was that was his, his uh, seventy six or high thirty five? Crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I, he made it look so easy, dude. In a hardened way, you know, five out of nine on threes with that step back. Anyway, you know. Anyway, he looked good. If you're a Philly fan, that's the one. And the other thing is, and I have been a paid up member, Jeff. I'm not on a board yet, but I'm a I'm I'm on the regional um, board of the Maxi Fan Club. I love Maxi. I've loved agree. him from the first time I saw him in Kentucky. And he can,
2: he scares me. He go. He's good. All right. So what do you think of, of both of you guys? I've always been a big MB guy. Okay. Always. Um, last night, I think frustrated me. I've never been so frustrated watching Joel Embiid as I was last night. Because, well, I think,
3: I, I know that he can shoot the three, but I hate to see it a lot. I still think that if you're a big, you got to get down low. And that's where you can do your most damage. You can get to the foul line, you can wear out the defense. If yeah. you're making the threes, and I thought some of his threes took them out of the game last night. So that's where I get frustrated. I think I think he when you're a big like that, the three should be a complimentary
2: part of the game. Well, especially again when you're looking across and you're seeing 36-year-old Al Horford and Noah Vonley, who wasn't in the league, you know, a month ago. And Blake Griffin, who's, let's face it, like he's a shell of what he used to be. Sure. Uh, so if I'm Joel, yeah, I'm going down and doing some work down there, number one. And my, my other complaint of Joel, and it's with a lot of NBA players, like he gets so many calls. And then he complains about the few he doesn't get. <laughs> he complains about every one of them. And he's flopping and throwing his body around. And it's like, Joel, man, you're bigger than everybody. like. Just play the game. Just like, it was the first time that I was like enough. And I say it, people say to me, like, you know, you're getting old now. You're complaining about all these guys that complain throughout the whole game. Every superstar, all they do is bitch and moan to the refs. I, I just don't remember it ever being this bad, Bob. Do you?
1: Um, it. Uh, yes. I don't know. I've seen some, you know, We. but no, I think it's, it's, uh, yeah. And of course, it's exacerbated now because they know they're they know there's an option that they want to have implemented, which is the review. And by the way, I got a, I want to talk about one play. The yeah. the uh, the the review in which the call was rescinded. Yeah. And it was obvious because he never touched
2: them. Right. Horford, but the I'm
1: technical that was the result of the call was not
2: rescinded. They'll no, they'll appeal that. I would assume the Celtics will appeal I mean, that.
1: I'm saying, wait a minute. Don't right. you know that there'd be no? He wouldn't gone to bitch if they hadn't blown the call so badly. Although he does bitch about everything, so you're right. But anyway, that's all. And oh, yeah, right. that could probably have that.
3: So so, <laughs> but I, I, I um, we got to wrap this up because we got to move on. But I'm Tatum on his uh, becoming more dramatic or you know uh, more present with the officials. You have your thoughts.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, Jason's made his bed. I've said this for years. He made his bed with the officials when he was young and unproven. And every call he didn't like, he would throw up his arms. And I think he's actually gotten better overall, for the most part, of not throwing up his arms and instead <laughs> talking to the officials and not showing them up. But again, I, I, I had, I've had i had several conversations with him over the years about this. And it's crazy because for how even Keel Jason Tatum is off the court, he said to me, he's like, I just can't, I can't control myself when it comes to this. It's like the only thing you ever see him get emotional about yep. is with the refs. And I just think, again, you make your bed when you're younger and it's hard for refs to change their thoughts on some of these players. They, they have it when they're younger. And again, it's why Giannis gets every call. Why? Because he never complains everybody's like, well why does Giannis get every call? Well listen when he was younger, he never complained. So now they give him calls because he, he honestly they like him. It's funny ah. I,
1: I, I got home flipped on the other game and and within a minute of what I when I flipped on, there was a moment and LeBron is ah! LeBron <laughs> it was the first thing I
2: saw was the throwing. like around. come on like Luke <laughs> Lucas' brutal. LeBron, I mean, most of the stars are. That's why I respect the ones who don't complain. I always think Chris Chris Paul does it as well as anybody because he doesn't complain. He just goes up to the ref and doesn't shut up, but he does it in a way that at least it's never showing up the official.
1: Well, to answer you a a sort of kind of of half answer a question you asked five minutes ago, one of the first – uh, you know lines i heard when i started covering the league in 1969 was oscar Roberts has been in the league 10 years and uh-huh. he's never committed a foul uh, so it's not <laughs> it's, this has been part of the nba for a long time yeah.
2: it's just it, i think it just it, it goes to like almost every not just superstar now like i said it, it's gone down to the seventh man of the boston celtics
3: well yeah yeah, it, yeah you're right Okay, guys, we're going to get to the Lakers and Warriors coming up, but first we have to tell you that our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. they got the latest odds. Uh, hey, Major League Baseball, they got some great stuff going on. Bob Ryan's and that stuff. Fights and all the NFL information you need and NFL odds. Betting on Brady, folks? Betting on Brady? Uh, no. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs. Live betting and, of course, your favorite Vegas casino poker game. It's really easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device and sign up. Use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That online, where the game starts. Look good, feel good, folks. Athletic Greens, going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supported vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. While they taste great, you're going to sleep better. You're going to recover better. Mental clarity, it costs less than $3 a day. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. So all you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com hoops. Again, that's athleticgreens.com hoops to take your ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, so while we continue with the theme of hyperbole, Bob Ryan, statement game by the Warriors last night over the Lakers. What a, I'm sorry. I I said statement game by the Warriors. (laughs) Let me, and let me say this. I I just, I I do think that you saw what the problem is. The Lakers have two guys. That's it. I mean, the Lakers have two guys, LeBron and Anthony
1: Davis. They gave you numbers and they still couldn't win. And their bench is, all members of the Basketball Witness Protection Program, by the way, for the most part. Um, I looked at the bottom of the roster today and I said, oh, really? Who? Okay. Now, um, first of all, uh, I never for a second had any worries or doubts about Draymond Green and Poole playing together, getting together, doing the right thing. Uh, You know, I think that thing, uh, anybody that thought that that was going to have a deleterious effect on their play on the court doesn't understand Green, number one at all, I don't think. And and, and what we're, we're learning about pool. So they're going to be fine. Uh, I want to know, because I didn't see enough of the game. Uh, Jeff has been, you know, he's 10 times more knowledgeable about Wiseman. Did you see anything, uh, did you get to see all Jeff? And did you see how he looked or anything about him?
2: Yeah, I, I didn't see that much of a game either, because yeah. I was obviously. Yeah, you were obviously waiting for,
1: you were waiting for Godot to come out right. and have a question.
2: <laughs> you know, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I mean, Wiseman finished 16 minutes. I think he played a lot of garbage time, but he had he had eight points and seven rebounds um, and a block in 16 minutes. Uh, I, I just think they're gonna ease him in. Yeah. Uh, and again, Steve Kerr is smart enough to pick his spots with Wiseman, get his confidence up as a young player. And that that's the one thing you worry about with Wiseman. He is a sweet kid, he's not a killer by any means in terms of like the killer instinct. He, he really doesn't have that. So I, I think Steve Kerr is going to approach him a little bit differently and make sure he's got his confidence. But, yeah, you're right. You look at the difference in these teams and, and look at the bench, right? Like Kendrick Nunn, Austin Reeves was a nice player in college, but undrafted, I think. Matt Ryan, who couldn't get off the bench here in Boston in their second unit last year. And then you go the other way. Jordan Poole. DiVincenzo, Wiseman, Moses Moody, Kaminga, um yeah. to Michael Green, who's been a veteran in the league for a long time, is a big like the Warriors are loaded in that second unit and the Lakers have nothing. And even starters, right? Westbrook, you know, Westbrook coming off the bench, I guess. But you know, Lonnie Walker and Patrick Beverly as your starting backcourt. Like, come on. Come on, right. No,
1: no, they're they're not they be lucky to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And, and, and really? God forbid, they're one of the other uh, the okay, two. Okay,
2: when they right. bring Bronny in, then, then you know, all <laughs> yeah, that. I'll that, that. And, and, no, that. they're not a factor. If you still, to, you know, to
1: me,
3: listen, you know, to me, it's great for the league that you have to have a team to win. I don't know. I I think you guys share my enthusiasm. The fact that last night's game had a lot of ball distribution um, and that you see a lot of teams with strong benches. And when you look at a team now, I don't necessarily. Sure, you could look at Milwaukee and you could say, you know, they got the free, but but and they got this guy. When you look at the Celtics, you know, you could say they got Tatum, but you know, you look at the Lakers and they go, yeah, they have these two stars, but they the basketball I think right now is so much better. I really do, Bob. I think the league, the quality of the game is better. Not, not.
1: I mean, you know, it's just a yeah. The talent, the skilled level is is tremendous. Uh, you know, I and, but when, you know my objection. I want a little more balance. You know, the obsession with threes, cranking threes, uh, uh, always, 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 and not you know, you know that's but that's. Well, I'll never go away. But I lost that battle. I well, lost, I I lost that. Like, but I don't think the league now is where you say, okay, well this team has the broad this team has Durant, the they're going to meet in the finals. But this guy, no, this guy. that's not happening anymore, which is good for business. There's guys you want to see play. I
2: want to. Here, see here's play. the problem. Here's the problem. The Lakers too is is again, you can accumulate talent, but you need fit, and and you need to fit today's game. And LeBron's not a great shooter. We know that. Anthony Davis can make some threes, but that's that's again not his game anymore, uh, and and really never was. He had some some moments there, and, and you go in with with again Westbrook, and and Pat Beverly, like those two can't shoot. And Lonnie Walker is a good, talented young player, but also not a shooter. So you've got like <laughs> almost five guys that none of which are known to space the court. Like it's just it's it's a bad it's a bad job of putting guys around LeBron. Right. And, and then
1: and then you look at what the team they were playing and had nothing but you right. know Shooting it, in addition to Curry and Thompson, Wiggins making threes and Pool doing. Yeah. I mean, they got they got it's. So anyway, you're right. That's uh, what, they're, they're, What'd, you still...
3: make What'd you guys make of Westbrook? I think Bob wanted to talk. Westbrook said that he had never come off the bench before, and that's why he pulled
1: his hamstring. Uh, I, I, I'm I, who, 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 are you talking about? Who, who? I don't want to talk about him. Russell uh, <laughs> uh, Westbrook, I'm bored with. I'm sorry, I'm bored with him. I mean, the time how about,
2: Hey, it. how about the fact that um, once you get older, Russ, you, you might have to. You know, I, I know from experience now. I, you know, hurt my quad. Two weeks ago, it still can barely walk. Like, Rush, you're getting a little older now. Like, you, you might have to take care of your body a little bit different and do some different things, whether you're coming off the bench, whether you're starting, whatever it is, you know, 33, you're not you're not 23 anymore. Yeah.
3: That's uh, it. Okay, guys, to put a bow on this, the Suffolk uniforms, I don't like them because they remind me of Milwaukee and Kurt Benson, and uh, and they remind me of Jack. <laughs> And yep. the Seattle Sonics,
1: uh, Bob. Your thoughts? I liked them. I thought they were stylish, and I just think, but I just think that that uh, uh, white should be home always, and and uh, that's any all sports. I'm sorry, I so I'm never gonna But I, but if you're gonna have to have them, I I give them a thumbs up. They're okay with me.
2: Yeah. All right. I don't know. It gives me. Paul Pressey memories. So I'm good. Paul Pressey, that's a better one than Benson. <laughs> I and think
1: that Benson
2: actually. Has I
1: happen to, to like ones. Yes. I happen to like Jack Sikma, so uh, that's okay with me. Oh, he's a good player. I mean, of, of course,
3: course
2: you did. Hey, he was a traditional big, <laughs> a, a, a '70s and '80s big,
1: unstoppable step back. Let me tell you what right you now. did. Well, well, here's a key moment you. in a seventh game. Robert Paris stuffed that. He set <laughs> that right into the tenth row. out of not Unis, the Yankees,
3: the Celtics. I don't know. I guess you could say the Giants or the Bears with football, the Canadians, the Blackhawks and the Bruins. Those uniforms should never change. Like for me, like I'm just I want the Celtics. I, I just give me the same white and green.
2: Everybody's doing it. You got, yeah, oh, yeah. I know, I, I, know. know.
3: This one, I know, I know, but
1: that's why. Sailed for all of us, unfortunately. Yeah. My favorite uniform in sports is still the simple beauty of the Cardinals with the teeter totter red birds on right. the bat.
2: I love that's that. I like the Canadians. Canadians might yeah. be my favorite. Yabs. The love the them. Love the them. Les habitant.
1: It. Au revoir, gentlemen. Au revoir, messieurs. Hey, guys.